boobies. You like boobies. Vicky likes boobies. You're tacky and I hate you. Now are there any damn questions? Have you any idea what the street value of this mountain is? nice fish you know big fucking eyes but a nice fucking fish merry christmas bottom feeders and underachievers sit back pour yourself some festive drinks get a little cookies down your gullet and hopefully you order them from sinful creations by justin.com right off the bat oh yeah uh -huh. this is the weekend i am your host justin is always joined by Mike, Vin, and Joe. And, uh, I don't know about you, dear listeners, but anytime our family gets together for the holidays, there's going to indeed be disagreements and arguments. Right, guys? What? Everything oh, yeah. is just straight up. We're a cohesive unit. <laughs> we walk in step completely. Lies. Step in time, step in time. There's never a hint of disagreement. So that's it. Honestly, it's very me of this, but you know that meme, it's like one person standing and he sees everybody going one way. I'm going the other way. We know. Mm -hmm. I'm not cohesive, okay? If anything, I'm abrasive. Everybody's marching to the wrong tune except for Vinny. Except for me. Vinny's mm -hmm. the Vinny's the douchebag. No, who, no not no not no who, not. Who no, at not. the buffet line at the buffet line is coming the opposite direction that traffic is flowing. Oh yeah. yeah. And you know what sucks too? I'm very polite about it, so you're like, fuck. Yep. Excuse me. Excuse me. Shit. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Do you mind if I just thanks. Excuse me. Thanks. Appreciate it. Oh, hey, I hate that stuff, so can I just yeah. Yeah. Th th thank you. <coughs> sorry. <laughs> So, <laughs> you don't want to be standing next to me. You don't, you don't want to be. With that being said, it's time for a good old-fashioned nerdities argument. We, uh, we're going to talk about some movies of the, the Christmas variety that we feel don't get the love that they should be getting. And yeah. of course, along the way, some of us are going to go, are you fucking stupid? No. That gets more than enough love. So who's going first? Well, let's get Vinny out of the way. Out of the way. Well, oh, some, sometimes people say first is the worst, but in this case, it's the best, right? No. Leading with our strong foot, maybe? Leading with, thank you, Michael. Thank you. More like our strong hand. We're leading with our strong hand. Uh, lethal Weapon 1. No. Such a good Christmas movie, dude. How? Opens up with a Christmas song, oddly enough. Gary Busey's quoted in the movie saying, It's Christmas! But does the plot revolve around Christmas? I mean, it takes place on Christmas. They listen to Christmas music. They celebrate Christmas. There's a Christmas tree. It actually doesn't take place on Christmas. It takes place during the lead-up to Christmas. Because yeah. the final scene is Riggs coming to Christmas dinner on like Christmas Eve. Right. So it's it's the lead up. But thank you. 
And so it's it like ends on Christmas. an Easter movie. Right. No, no, no. It, it well, it it works because not not all Christmas movies take place on December twenty fifth. It leads up. Then at the end, family comes together. <laughs> yeah, they but eat dinner, Christmas, they eat Christmas goose, the who hash. For a Christmas movie to be a Christmas movie, Christmas has to drive the plot somehow. Well, it does because it ends with them having a Christmas celebration. It doesn't. That's not the. Because family conquer, family and love is what Christmas is about. That's not. So, that's not what that movie's about, though. Well, so are we going on based on what you say a Christmas movie is? I mean, is it? general consensus between Mike and I that in order for it to be a Christmas movie Christmas has to somehow further the plot or be the driving force behind it it can't just be the if, it can't be set decoration and if family and love are an important part of the story I'd say that's a bigger part of Lethal Weapon 2 he doesn't really fall in love with the family until the second movie I mean he wanted to fuck the daughter in the first one we all know that she she know. wanted to fuck him oh, he, he, he was into he's it. he's a marine he's a, he's got discipline they probably fucked it. he would have done it I, I don't think they ever fucked because I think like he does have too much respect for the guy who you could you know he might just be his partner for a week but like it's the guy's daughter I'm saying he wanted to there's plenty of things we want to do in this world that we don't yeah, he wanted to fuck her. That's not. That's not. Doesn't make it. That actually pushes against the Christmas movie thing. Yeah. Well, people want to fuck around Christmas. That's why mistletoe is invented. It's like <laughs> some some incel was like, "Oh my god, we're under." I guess we should kiss now. Some dark ages prick. You know, <laughs> yeah. I heard. I heard. If we stand under this stuff, you have to kiss me. <clears throat> okay, fine. Yeah. If you want to upset God. Did you know that the myth behind mistletoe is that it was used to kill Loki in Norse mythology. Yeah. And then they Freya brought him back to life somehow and then she declared that mistletoe would instead be used for a sign of affection and that's why when you're under it you should you should be affectionate. Is that before or after he became the tree? Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think it was before he got killed by Thanos. Ah. But after he became, you started time slipping. If you can figure that, that out. Anywho, Lethal Weapon 1 is my film, underrated Christmas movie. I've been looking for it all month. I've been looking for it all month. It's not on anything. Max. I have to rent it. I have to rent it. No. It's not on Max? They got rid of it. Fucking I was Warner pissed. Fucking it's not on Tubi? You know what, then? Try, it's not on Tubi? Because they took everything Warner Brothers had. I don't Tubi. It's, I don't have an account. It's, Tubi. it's free. Free. Totally is free. Free, with free, the, free. Is it free with ads? Yeah. Yeah, okay. but they're, they're, not, they're not that heavy on the ads, though. Yeah. It's like 30-second ads. Yeah. I'm living in 2023 going on 2024. I don't do ads. Yeah, but Just dude, stop pretending like you didn't grow up with regular TV. You can, you're, 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 you can handle it. You're not a millennial. Yeah, I always hated them. But they have like, they have everything from our childhood. It's available on Tubi. Really? Think of a fucking Saturday morning cartoon. It's on there. Double Dragon. It's on there. 
did that move did that show have any continuity because i remember x-men just didn't it was like to be continued and then like next week it was to- totally different story I mean, most most cartoons were like that that sucks I, I think you can watch the x-men like in order though somewhere they have the, Car- they they have the carmen san diego cartoon on there uh, i love that cartoon I remember always seeing ads for that, and I never watched it, and I always thought she was hot. They have both 90s Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons. Oh, shit. That was a good show. Those are also on another channel, too. Uh, Dr. Robotnik. (laughs) You know what else? You know what else? This has nothing to do with the topic. Yeah. Such a tangent. Especially at a time that we are strangled. Damn it, Joe. Sorry. Uh, my film is one of those. It's so bad, it's good. Wild Night. 1964. Santa Claus conquers the Martians. It's not good. Well, I watched it the other day. It's not good at all. It's so incredibly bad. It's only watchable if it's Rift. It is tremendously horrendous. <laughs> And I don't even know if it counts as underappreciated because A, Mystery Science Theater and Rift Tracks, and then B, it recently popped up for a few seconds in the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. So That's actually why I started it's watching it. <laughs> yeah. It's horrendous. It's fucking abysmal. It's real bad, Joe. Mm. A marshmallow. <laughs> you know, Santa Claus going to Mars to pre-kidnap Children and, you know. Mm-hmm. However. Bring Christmas to Mars. I will say this. Definitely a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas oh, movie. a Christmas movie. Santa it is, is literally the focal point of the thing. Yeah. It is on the primes. <laughs> it is uh, not in the weird wheelhouse like Die Hard or Lethal Weapon. Holiday adjacent. Mm-hmm. Well, the overall message of, you know, Santa bringing the spirit of Christmas to things. No, no, no. There's no argument. No argument. It is a Christmas movie. It's a terrible Christmas movie. (laughs) But you passed the assignment, Joe. Beth? Like, what the fuck are you watching? Yes, yes, I'd ask that question, too. If you're watching it, like, even ironically, I'd wonder why the fuck you're watching it. Uh So forget, he's not just bringing Christmas to the Martian children. The Martian children have become so robotic that they don't even know happiness. So he's bringing happiness back to Mars. What the fuck? And they have two coming out of their heads. Christmas is all about. Yeah. I think it was a riff on Japan. I think they were talking like, you know, Japanese kids back then were being treated like computers. Yeah. When, what, wait, when was that made? 60 something? 64. I think, I think Western Christmas culture had infiltrated at that point, though. It was starting to, yeah. After the war, it took a few years. Yeah. It was really, well, Christianity had picked up in the 1800s there. Yeah, but, but then during the, war, the whole commercialism of Western mm-hmm. Christmas. Because, like, so it's, a metaphor. it's a Christmas tradition in Japan that you eat KFC on Christmas Eve. I hear this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's marketing at its best. 
This they made it in '93. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, the musical, premiered in Chicago. <laughs> I'd kind of want to watch that. Yeah, I'd pay to see I would too. <laughs> Take that concept and put a little bit of a a spin on it, a dance Broadway spin. I'd give it ten minutes to see what the quality is. Uh, there was a possible remake happening of this, uh, starring Jim Carrey and uh, David Zucker, who's the ta- who produced Airplane and the Naked Gun movies. Huh. Good thing uh, he as a Grinch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Is that's about the time he did Grinch. Good, smart move. My movie that I present to the court, Gremlins. Okay, uh, I'm. I'm not. I'm gonna say not underrated or underappreciated. No, as a Christmas, it doesn't get talked about as much. As a Christmas movie. Oh, that one is. <clears throat> it definitely is. Yes, it's underrated as a Christmas movie. It's not an underrated movie, but Gizmo is a Christmas present. Uh-huh. It takes place during Christmas, and. There's the speech. Yeah. Kate's speech during the whole chaos. Like that is that was one of the most formative speeches of my childhood. And I just recently rewatched Gremlins and didn't realize that was the moment that I started to question Santa. Because I saw that at like five years old. I saw that in the theater. Oh. And she flat out says that's when I realized there was no Santa. <coughs> so as a little kid I had to be like, wait. Wait, an adult just said there's no Santa. Hold up. Will you start questioning this shit now? And it was all over. Any dis- <clears throat> any disagreements? Yeah. If <laughs> Lethal Weapon's not a Christmas movie, neither is Gremlins. But uh, but Christmas is the story through line of, of Gremlins. Lethal Weapon opens up with a Christmas song. That doesn't mean anything. Why? Just because it opens with the Christmas song. Why setting. didn't it open up with a Halloween song? Because it didn't. Or a Thanksgiving song or an Easter song. Be- how many just happen to take place in December. Yeah. In December during Christmas. Yeah, but it's right. not the point. Of, like that could have that that story could have happened at any time of year. Right. It's the same thing with right. Die Hard. But when they wrote it, they had Christmas in mind. Henceforth, making it a Christmas movie, I rest my it's case. It's not because Christmas doesn't right. have anything to do with that story. He, they, Shane Black loves Christmas, so he threw yeah, it in there. And that's why it's in Iron Man three. So as kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yeah, he just loves Christmas. And he, well, I swear he would have made the Predator a Christmas adjacent movie. Yeah, probably coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> Predator six. Ho ho ho, motherfucker. Yeah, not forget so, he made that shitty one with the Super Predator. Uh, is that five? Uh, no, that would be four. It's too many. Yeah. Are we counting the two AVPs? No. I mean, they, no. they exist. It's part of continuity. Yeah, but as far as, like, a, the Predator Alone movies... Predator? Predator 1? Predator, Predator, Predator Alone? One, Predator starring Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> the weird one with Adrian Brody. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it would be five. The Adrian Brody one's really good. I liked I liked that one. The twist at the end, I, I liked the whole the whole movie. Solid. Yeah. 
I think they're crossing over into the comics with that because the chick from the comics that's been hunting predators is going to a game preserve planet. So nice. that would be nice. Again, that's a really good tangent, boys. Michael. Uh, yeah, I'll support Gremlins all the time. It's totally a Christmas movie to me. My Christmas movie, and there's no fucking debating this is a Christmas movie. And there's no fucking debating it's underappreciated because most of the people I bring it up to have never heard of it. And I got to be the guy to be like, all right, here, let me grab my DVD. Let's put it on and let's get uncomfortable. The Ref. Obviously, <clears throat> Justin knew this was coming. I think I, like, laid this one out. Uncomfortable, though? Dude, there are some really uncomfortable scenes in that thing. No, 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 no. Like, for sure there's scenes in there... <sighs> there's scenes in there that are, like, play out awkwardly right if you were there for the, for the people involved right yeah but like i don't get a sense of being uncomfortable watching it like it's like oh these people are gonna they're gonna learn a valuable fucking lesson oh yeah or die trying yes i uh mike introduced me to the ref many years ago and i was like how have i never seen this movie why isn't this played everywhere during Christmas? Because, exactly. yeah, it is indeed a Christmas movie. Yeah. There's no other time of year this could take place because it's a family getting together for Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's all about, A, it's set during Christmas. It can only happen during Christmas. And the reason I love it so much is we, we have a tumultuous family. I have many facets to my family because there's my mom's side, my stepmom's side, my stepdad's side, the side we share. Now I'm branching off into Justin's family. It's like, and there's always one guarantee. There is an awkwardness to Christmas. So I can only imagine it's something that applies to everyone. But I always felt like ours was a bit extreme because it was like something was about to pop off at any given moment, but it almost never did. It's, it is always skating on thin ice. When the entire clan is together. Yeah. There's always something bubbling underneath there. Yeah. Or, this is the movie. <clears throat> and if there's not going into it, there is something during yes, the holiday or the yes. gathering that will cause friction. This is a movie that's... It's basically the blueprint of how you should handle those situations. Or maybe not. Here's one way to get through them. Uh, I, I, mentioned, I, I brought it up recently, and I know Vin never heard of it before. And I don't remember if I gave a description for it. Uh, Kevin Spacey, and I can't remember his wife. She's been in a couple things. Judy Davis. I googled Judy it. Davis. Okay, cool. Uh, I would not have been able to remember that name. Are in a failing relationship, a failing marriage... Their son is like a, not a complete sociopath, but he's a manipulator. He's a con artist. Yeah. Yeah. And they're getting together. They're having their family over their house, which isn't their house. It belongs to his mom, who's lording that over them. His brother's a complete milksop. He's got no spine. Uh, the brother's wife is domineering, borderline abusive to the children. And the mother, over all of them, is just a horrendous human being. I swear... She is Dorothy Umbridge, or Dolores Umbridge level twatty. Yeah. For mean old women that you just want to punch. I wish you would have gotten into Game of Thrones, though. 
I hear there's a lot of assholes in that. There's so many characters that are just like the most deplorable things you've ever witnessed on screen. Yeah, the I, hound. I, You'd like the hound. You would like the hound, yeah. I've but, seen a lot of clips of snippy people being douchebags to each other on that. But like, show. just Joffrey in general. Well, I know, and I, I only need one scene from him. Fucking little twat. Dude, he kind of made show, like the first couple seasons. <clears throat> he well, was such a he, cocksucker. He didn't make he didn't make it as much as like he gave you a focal point to pour everything you hated into one character. Yeah. It, like it didn't yeah. matter that this guy was kind of douchey and that chick was also an ass. Just his being. Yeah. Yeah, he was a good actor. Didn't he quit? Well, yeah, because he took a lot of shit from fans. That's crazy. That begins. Yeah. His little boy in the. Uh... No one's yeah, going to believe me. Mm. barely hiding his British accent but okay anyway the family is getting together as you can tell they do every year where there's always something simmering but it's just the fact that Dennis Leary plays a robber a burglar who is on the run and takes the husband and wife prisoner and has to try and hide out in their house until he can get out until his partner can get away out of the, uh, the island that they're on and it's the four or five hours that he's stuck with his family where everything starts to fall apart. That is some of the most interesting cinema ever. Well, my probably my favorite Christmas movie ever. I watch it every year just to remind myself that our family isn't that crazy. It could always be worse. I try to watch Lethal Weapon every year on Christmas, too. <laughs> it's not a Christmas movie. I I really thought you were going to bring Die Hard. No, no, no. I told them before hmm. when you asked me. I was like, I'm not going to do Die Hard because it's it's already it's already stated by the director. It's a Christmas. Movie, it's not a Christmas. So. Movie. I don't care what the director says. It's not a Christmas. You should care what the director says because he directed the movie. <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> Kyle. Say anything you said. Kyle told me he had seven. Oh my Kyle. He did not tell me what they were though. <laughs> it's seven. 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 Okay. I thought you meant the movie seven for a second. I was like, I mean, oh. it's about presents for sure. Yeah. Fucked up Christmas movie. <laughs> seven was a Christmas movie. <laughs> what was that mean? I saw well, yeah, seven is a Christmas movie because the Bible gets brought up and Brad Pitt gets a present he can't return. Yeah. <laughs> what's in the box? Santa yeah, brought me box? what's in the box. Uh then since we got yeah. a few minutes, do you want to go ahead and just get your uh nightmare before Christmas thing out there? Oh sure. So there is a YouTube video called Santa and the Sacred Mushroom. And it essentially talks about how Santa, uh, the story of Santa comes from shamanistic cultures and how, um, so the shaman, they realized way, way back in the day that there's a mushroom called Amanita Mascara, I think is the name of it. It's the red one with the white dots. Yeah. Reindeer would eat it. And then after, when they would eat it, they eventually they'd piss. And the other reindeer would jump at eating it. They're pissed because there's a lot of psychedelics that like, after it goes through your system and you piss it out, it's really, it's like a lot stronger. Anyway, uh, they discovered these psychedelics from the reindeer. Okay. 
that's kind of a French up point, but it doesn't really matter. And the shaman, <laughs> the shaman would uh, eventually they would take the mushrooms. They would go down into the underworld. Not the piss. They wouldn't drink the piss. Maybe, probably, maybe. Back then, gotta stay hydrated. It's sterile, and I like the taste. Yeah, I mean, they probably yes, they, they lived in yurts. Um, so they, so they, the way that they explain the story is they would he, he would go down into the underworld and bring back gifts from the other side, which is. Like, I don't know if you guys ever did psychedelics, but, like, just, like, uh, philosophical knowledge and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, you get really euphoric and yeah. really and all about everything. A lot of things get solved on the problems of existence. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, now that I've put my half-assed blueprint of that out there, <laughs> I, again, when I watched this recently with Megan, I fell asleep in, like, the first 20 minutes. I didn't even watch the whole movie. So... There's a mayor, and then everyone looks to Jack as like another figurehead, and they don't actually say what he. Did they actually say what he is? It's the Pumpkin King. The Pumpkin King. The, the yeah. Pumpkin King. Okay. Which He's is kind of weird that the Pumpkin King, and there's a mayor of the town. What the fuck does Jack actually do? Does he run He's, the town, or does he just control Halloween? Okay. He is He's yeah. the shaman. He's the holiday figurehead. He's the shaman. He go- so in the beginning of the movie, after they sing their first song, they can't find him. Where is he? He's out having a spiritual adventure in the woods. Then he finds the Christmas tree, opens the door, goes into a portal, goes down into the portal, into another dimension, which some people say you go to another dimension when you take certain psychedelics. So he's in Christmas town. He finds what Christmas is and kind of what it's about sort of not really but they kind of i think they discovered at the end of the movie i, I don't remember so jack moral of my story is jack skellington is a shaman kind of a santa Clausy shaman and it is inherently a christmas movie based on the template of santa and the sacred mushroom you know that traditional <laughs> story of santa and the sacred mushroom so yeah. because people are drinking reindeer piss you want me to believe that Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas movie because of that? No. No. No, you're, you're misinterpreting <laughs> what I'm saying purposefully. Am I? You're, you're being a weenie. Am you're I? You're being a fucking weenie. Excuse me, sir. That's exactly what that sounded like. You told me a story about Santa and some mushrooms. You brought up and the piss. You, you're trying. Yeah, you did bring up the piss. And then you're well, trying to tell me that Jack was already the Santa Claus of Halloween. Yeah. So th- how does that? How town. does that? Santa is a shaman. But how does that make it? Yeah, but Jack wasn't Santa. He attempted He's a shaman. To Look. He's a town shaman. I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate here, for yeah, I, I, naturally I two points to make. One, I saw a theory recently that made me if if the class agrees, I can lean into Nightmare being a Christmas movie. However. The first thing is my reasoning. This movie is about a man who's having an existential crisis. Yes. Right? He Absolutely. He's just tired of doing the same shit and he's just looking for something else to do. Okay. Like we've stated with anything else that in order to be a Christmas movie, it's got to be the driving force. If Christmas was the only door in that forest that he could have opened, I'd a thousand percent be like, yeah, it's a Christmas movie. But it was just randomly, at chance, that he opened the Christmas door instead of the Easter door 
or the fucking leprechaun door. See, I, I argue with that. My, my counter to that is he saw all the doors, right? What's the one that he got drawn to? Boom. And green let's say he went into the land of the leprechauns. I don't know what the land of the leprechauns look like, but I guarantee you it's not nearly as impressive as Santa's village. Sure. But... So he could have gone to them and been like, yeah, all right, cool. Gone to Easter Town and been like, all right, you know I mean, Easter Town, whatever the fuck Thanksgiving is. Yeah. Stupid. Just fucking cornucopia. Easter could have worked and, out the same way fucking uh, Christmas did, though. It's just as extravagant and there's a giant fucking rabbit. So, I'm saying because there was multiple choices, it could have happened either way. Therefore, the thing is, the driving force of the movie is he is the deity of Halloween and he is tired of doing his job. And he just wanted out of it. And then by the end, he realizes, oh yeah, the only thing I'm fucking good at is Halloween. But yes. he's got family and love now, which he learned from he learned from his uh, spiritual adventure into Christmas Town. He learned from his partner, nature. Roger Murtaugh. He learned from his partner, Roger <laughs> Murtaugh. Exactly. Now, to flip-flop here, if, if I were to get behind this movie... I saw a meme recently that Jack Skellington is actually the spirit of the Grinch. I have also seen and, those memes. And Zero was Max. I'll get behind it. I don't I don't I see the visual one to one. I don't see the spiritual one to one. He's a very different person. Than the yeah, people look to him for like guidance and shit. Yeah, after his heart grew two sizes that day, people but went to the Grinch. He, okay, he was a, he so was the, a changed being. The idea is after the Grinch died, he transitioned from a Christmas-based creature because that's what the Grinch is, right? The right. Grinch is intertwined with Christmas, right? Into a Halloween-based creature in a completely different world. Could have no been more who's around, but maybe and that's took what his dog with him. So maybe that was. His subconscious was just drawn to Christmas then, because that's so what, what are we saying? There's a ritual suicide with him and Max or something like that. No, no, no. They that's died. They died. They, like, they died of old age. Together at the same time. No, no, no. The dog. The dog died, and then the dog came to him after he had passed. He stuffed the dog and yes. like you know kept him in bed. I think that times. is a thing. Like sometimes dogs will pass with their owners. Okay. Well, if he died, then yeah, the dog would right. be so depressed. Like it would have been like that. He dog had an enlarged the heart. Park, the park bench. He did have a, a coronary problem. See, so they don't tell you in the story. He yeah. didn't make it through the rest of the year. That's right. Uh, between so, the, the enlarging of the heart and then the roast beast and the who hash is pretty fun. <laughs> he died of cholesterol. Yeah. Yes. Inflammation. Jeez. So there, I'm, I'm sad Kyle wasn't here. To hear me say that I could get behind the insanity of Nightmare Before Christmas being a Christmas movie. Uh, yeah. As long as that was an acceptable... Yeah. It's all acceptable because it's art. It's all about interpretation. Henceforth, Lethal Weapon is a Christmas See, movie. Don't, don't push Nightmare me. Before Christmas is a Christmas movie. Don't yeah, push me. It's actually in the name. I, I, you know, I will always accept the night before Christmas being a Christmas movie because in the end, not only does he realize, yeah, he's got to stick to Halloween, he actually learns what Christmas is, and that's part of the story, and that's part of yeah. telling a Christmas story. You know, I yeah, learned something. Oh, Christmas is giving happiness. I don't give happiness. Yeah, this is all you, Nick. I learned something today. 
It's time to end the show. If you like what you hear, follow us on all the all things social. Check out nerdities.com. I should probably update that soon. (laughs) Give it a fresh fresh coat of paint for the new year. Google nerdities. Don't bing it because Bing sucks. Just yeah, Google it. Then you're, you still get there. Then you're gonna get our, our AI porn and then it's just it's just not worth it. Um go to uh nerdities.myspreadshop.com, buy our sweet t shirts, hoodies, hats and whatnot. Mugs. Go to sinful creations by Justin.com, C I N N F U L Creations by Justin.com. By the time you're hearing this, it'll be Christmas time, but don't be down in the dumps, chum. Instead, order yourself some sweet treats for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. You know, you're not going to start that fucking resolution right away anyway. And we all know that you're going to fail at it in two weeks. <laughs> Just being fucking honest here. Uh, you're right. Like 80% of, of all resolutions are failed within two weeks. You were, yeah. you were right. Because they make, the, sure they make the goals unobtainable. So why not obtain something... That's going to make you feel better inside anyway. Like my sweet treats. Because I love you. And your money. Mostly your money. Speaking of money, we want some. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants some. Sponsor us at gmail.com. We'll croon, we'll swoon, we'll talk about your business and or product. Also, check out our YouTube channel, YouTube dot com slash nerdities smash that subscribe button hit that bell to get notified when new content is coming because a fuck ton is uh, new content is coming not a shit ton but a fuck ton well, well, we have smash the subscribe people now we're smashing it yeah keep, keep commenting too give us you know, the likes keep the likes coming keep the comments coming we're loving it uh yeah like McDonald's yeah. the yeah. the better that's easy don't be yeah. shitty. Just, just give us your opinions. Not like they matter, but give us your opinions. But if you're going to give us your opinions, at least, like, buy stuff. Mm. And be nice to Justin. It's not his fault. He's a Grinch. I'm not a... Why? I'm not a Grinch. You are, dude. Leave I love, love Christmas. I love it's Christmas. Grinchy, it's Grinchy of you to say it's not. No, it's not. It's, it's realistic of me to say a movie that has nothing to do with Christmas is not a Christmas movie. It's really not Grinchy of him to say that Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie. It's Grinchy of him to say that A Christmas Story is bad. That is where Because it is. It's bad. That mom wants to fuck that it's poor not. child. Anyway. She doesn't want to fuck him. Nerdities. We're here for you. The opinions of the Nerdies crew are idiotic and poorly hit up at the window. Sorry, we're far more solid. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And why should I care?